Hello, you are tuned in to SME Community Radio's daily morning podcast of news. How are you doing out there? My name is Keith Thews. Please, uh, this morning, you need to pray for the folks in Mexico. Acapulco was hit with a 7.0 last night, caused damage, and we have plenty of video in the overnight. This seems to be a recurring event over the last few days. We had the great flood in the New York City area as a remnants of Ida, and now we have a 7.0 magnitude earthquake that was even felt as far away as Mexico City. There were tsunami warnings out, but I, as of the time of this podcast, don't know if any tsunamis did happen, but I know that America was spared any if there were any. We have the Town Green Social happening at the brand new Martins in Elkhart on Jackson Street. That time is from 4 o'clock until 7 this evening, and we appreciate all those that we got a chance to talk to last week. And expect the same folks this week, except for different musicians. In addition, we'll be talking on my program, Michiana Speak Out, to Crystal Miles. And Crystal is in charge of Next Reality Studios, otherwise known as Virtual Arcade. And that is down in Goshen. She is the co-owner of a small family-owned business, Virtual Reality Arcade, and Innovation Center called Next Reality Studios in Goshen. So I'll be talking to Crystal on the interview line link tonight. That's all for me. Please keep the folks in Mexico in your prayers. Keep the folks down in Louisiana, New Orleans area, as well as the Northeast in your prayers. The weather is going to be nice today compared to what it was yesterday in Illinois. There was reports of two-inch diameter hail and hail that even blanketed the ground. We're not going to see anything like that today. So get out and enjoy the weather and come on down to the Town Green Social. On to the news. News 8 is on demand. On the go. From the All Indiana Podcast Network, this is Daybreak Drive-In with Wish TV's Scott Sander. From Wish TV, I'm Scott Sander with your Daybreak Drive-In for Wednesday, September 8th. Services are set for a fallen Indiana Marine, a major earthquake rocks Mexico, and a football great passes away. Next. Let's pretend for a moment that you're about to launch a campaign. It tested well. Your entire team is happy. Everything is going according to plan, except for that one thought in the back of your head. How do I ensure the people I want to target will be in the mindset to receive my message? The answer? LinkedIn. Because when you market on LinkedIn, your message reaches people who are ready to engage with your business. And that means your advertising campaign will work as hard as it can as soon as you launch it. Over 62 million decision makers are on LinkedIn, and they're thinking about their business. It's one of many reasons more than 78% of B2B marketers rate LinkedIn as the most effective social media platform at helping their organization achieve specific objectives. Do business where business is done. Get a $100 advertising credit towards your first LinkedIn campaign. Visit linkedin.com slash advertise. 
linkedin.com slash advertise. Terms and conditions apply. Funeral plans are set for the Marine from Logansport who was killed in the suicide bombing attack in the Kabul Afghanistan airport. The service for Corporal Humberto Sanchez will be next Tuesday at a church in Logansport, followed by a military service burial at Mount Hope Cemetery. Another major central Indiana attraction is masking back up. They're now required at the Children's Museum for anyone older than two. This week also sees the return of mask rules at Indianapolis Public Libraries because of the current spike in COVID-19 case numbers. A powerful magnitude 7 earthquake has hit southern Mexico near Acapulco. Buildings rocked and swayed in Mexico City, about 235 miles away. At least one death is confirmed, though overall damage appears to be less than first feared, and a tsunami warning passed without problems. More than 400,000 homes and businesses in Louisiana still don't have power nine days after Hurricane Ida. The state says 98% of utility customers in the five hardest-hit parishes remain without electricity. A sports great has died. Sam Bam Cunningham, powerful fullback for Southern Cal and later the New England Patriots, died this week at age 71. His success against Alabama is credited with speeding up the recruitment of black players in what was then a nearly all-white sport among major Southern schools. Let's pretend for a moment that you're about to launch a campaign. It tested well. Your entire team is happy. Everything is going according to plan, except for that one thought in the back of your head. How do I ensure the people I want to target will be in the mindset to receive my message? The answer, LinkedIn. Because when you market on LinkedIn, your message reaches people who are ready to engage with your business. And that means your advertising campaign will work as hard as it can as soon as you launch it. Over 62 million decision makers are on LinkedIn, and they're thinking about their business. It's one of many reasons more than 78% of B2B marketers rate LinkedIn as the most effective social media platform at helping their organization achieve specific objectives. Do business where business is done. Get a $100 advertising credit towards your first LinkedIn campaign. Visit linkedin.com advertise. LinkedIn.com slash advertise. Terms and conditions apply. Slightly cooler and drier today. Highs topping out in the upper 70s. From Wish TV, I'm Scott Sander. Be sure to like and subscribe to your daily news updates from Wish TV on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Watch News 8 Daybreak Live. Weekday mornings, 4 to 10 a.m. on Wish TV. Online at wishtv.com. And listen to more podcasts from Wish TV on the All Indiana Podcast Network at allindianapodcastnetwork.com. We talked to community leaders about the COVID-19 vaccine. There is no invincibility to COVID-19. I mean, I've had people in my church die in the hospital without their loved ones. They're at the funeral home, and we have to limit it to five to ten people in the beginning. No reflection, no community gatherings. The power to change this narrative is your choice. My hope is that people will get vaccinated. Find your vaccine at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. Nearly every county is now dealing with a high rate of coronavirus spreading. The CDC puts the number at 95%. Only 2% of counties have low transmission rates, including some in Nebraska, South Dakota, and Texas. COVID cases in the U.S. are more than double right now than last September, and now there's a new COVID mutation. News Nation's Nancy Liu reports. The Mu variant was first identified in Columbia back in January, and it's been detected in every state except Nebraska. Infectious disease experts say Mu is notable, but the far bigger concern now is the current surge of Delta. 
Meanwhile, children now account for about one of every four new weekly COVID cases in the U.S., 26 percent actually, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Anthony Fauci said in order to protect kids, they should only be around adults who are vaccinated. It's expected that children aged 5 to 11 will be able to get a COVID vaccine in late fall or early winter. The nation's largest remaining Confederate statue is coming down today. Virginia's governor ordered the statue of General Robert E. Lee to be removed from Richmond last year. It'll be sent to a facility until officials decide what to do with it. The FAA is temporarily banning drones in the area for today's removal, citing special security reasons. Protective fencing was also installed nearby. Democrats are fighting a new elections law in Texas. Several groups filed lawsuits yesterday, minutes after Republican Governor Greg Abbott signed that GOP-backed bill. He claimed this will prevent fraud, but opponents say it'll make it harder for some people to vote. News Nation's Marky Martin has more. First and foremost, this bans drive-through voting. Secondly, it eliminates 24-hour early voting. Thirdly, it becomes a felony for any local officials to send out unsolicited mail-in ballot applications. Mexico's Supreme Court says criminalizing abortion is not constitutional. The unanimous ruling yesterday sets a precedent that could lead to making the procedure legal in the country of about 130 million people. And Apple is expected to unveil its new line of iPhones next week, likely virtually on September 14th. Industry insiders believe the company will roll out the iPhone 13, AirPods 3, and Apple Watch 7. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. From the Black Information Network, this is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Terry McCready on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. The president saw for himself just how vicious Ida was. Biden in the New York area and in parts of New Jersey as consoler-in-chief listening to the horror stories of how the water rushed in, damaging property, destroying memories, and most of all, taking lives. These waves crashed through the streets here, testing the aging infrastructure and taking lives. More lives were taken here than down in Louisiana. The president was right. More lives were taken in New York and New Jersey, mainly from people drowning. Some, including a toddler, died with his parents in their Queens basement apartment. Sadly, the latest death toll is more than 70 lives lost. Most of the deaths in the Northeast due to the heavy rainfall, the remnants of Ida dumping on the area, causing fast and furious flooding. Now comes the cleanup, and this is where FEMA comes in. In a Black Information Network exclusive, I spoke with FEMA's director of the Center for Faith-Based and neighborhood partnerships, Marcus Coleman. Appointed by the president, he is focused on people suffering right now, getting help fast. People have lost power, uh, jobs, businesses, and this is all happening early in the month while we're still in a pandemic. The purpose of our office is to work alongside federal, state, local, tribal, non-government partners uh, to make sure that we're supporting those people that are disproportionately impacted uh, by storms like Hurricane Ida, wildfires, and the floods in Tennessee. Coleman works closely with faith-based community organizations to help people in crisis. He encourages those who need help to go to FEMA.gov slash hurricane dash Ida. 
From the crises caused by weather to the crises caused by the coronavirus, the CDC says 95% of counties across the U.S. are dealing with high community transmission of the coronavirus. But oddly, there are places where the transmission is low. Some counties in Nebraska, South Dakota, and even some counties in Texas have low community spread. Let's see. There's Dejeuner, Endra, and Lanisha, three African-Americans who are successful but had to deal with obstacles because of their unique cultural black names. The three spoke with the Michigan Chronicle about the lifelong experience they've had getting people to properly say their names and not negatively prejudge them because of their names. Some say it was assumed they would not become successful. And reports are often those are the types of names on resumes that sometimes get tossed aside. From black names to black bodies, artist Micheline Thomas is embracing the beauty by portraying real women with their own unique history, beauty, and background. One of her collages is Jet Blue Number 25, featuring a fragmented image of a black woman. She got her inspiration from Jet Magazine of the 1970s with its Beauty of the Week. Jet Blue Number 25 and its selection of Micheline Thomas's work can be seen in her latest exhibition on the black female body. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Terry McCready on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Made in Maine from recycled sails, sea bags are perfect for everyday use. From sandy beach days to weekend getaways, sea bags stand up to whatever the day brings with rope handles that wrap around the entire bag. And most styles offer the added convenience of being machine washable. Sea bags sources all its materials from within the United States and is proud to have kept over 700 tons of sail cloth out of the landfill. Shop online at seabags.com or at any sea bags retail store and get 15% off with coupon code. Heart 15. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. Life gets hard sometimes. It doesn't matter when or where you served. If you're a veteran struggling, it only takes a moment to reach out for support. September is Suicide Prevention Month. Learn more at reach.gov SPM. I'm Terry McCready. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. With the federal use it or lose it deadline fast approaching, Governor J.B. Pritzker says the Illinois Housing Development Authority has provided more than $250 million in rental assistance funds. Renters in need of assistance can go online right now and apply for free relief through the Department of Human Services at, and I'm going to say this a couple of times for the cameras and everybody else, here at this website, IllinoisRentalAssistance.org. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, the ILRPP, launched back in May to help those who miss rent payments due to the pandemic and pays landlords directly up to $25,000 in financial assistance. The U.S. Treasury Department says Illinois is one of the highest rental assistance providers among all state grantees. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease 
Republicans expert is reminding Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis of the important role vaccines have played throughout history in response to DeSantis's controversial remarks about COVID-19 shots. At the end of the day, though, it is what somebody, it's about your health and whether you want that protection or not. It really doesn't impact uh, me or anyone else. I'm not sure what people are talking about when they push back on vaccinations. It is historically over decades and decades and decades shown to be the way you control an infectious disease. Appearing on CNN, Dr. Fauci says if DeSantis feels that vaccines are only important for some people, that's completely incorrect. Florida is currently being overwhelmed by the high contagious Delta variant of the virus. DeSantis is personally pushing back aggressively against mask mandates in schools. The California Senate once again considering a bail reform bill that has already been defeated by voters. Executive Director of the American Bail Coalition, Jeffrey Clayton, thinks it'll result in more defendants being released from jail pending trial. Unfortunately, the definition of ability to pay is so narrow that uh, nearly all defendants are going to be able to get out on, you know, dollars, a couple of dollars, hundreds of dollars, even in some of the most serious offenses. And if a judge wants to put a high bond on somebody to keep them in jail, uh, that's not going to happen anymore under this bill. State Senator Robert Hertzberg quickly followed up with this new bill and was also behind the original bill SB 10, for which Prop 25 was a referendum. Clayton believes this bill is flying under the radar, but it's an issue everyone needs to give close attention to. There's only uh, about a week to go in the legislative session, and the Association of Sheriffs and the prosecutors uh, have come out strong against this uh, because they think it's going to increase crime in California at a time that we just really don't need any more criminal justice reforms right now. We need to target violent offenders and try to get them in check. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the Black community. Listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app or log on to BINnews.com. I'm Terry McCready along with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Sailboat sails spend their life on the water, soaking up sun, salt, smiles, and adventures. Seabags captures the spirit of the days on the water in their handcrafted totes and accessories from recycled sailcloth. From totes and wristlets to travel bags and home decor, Seabags are perfect for everyday use, sandy beach days, or weekend getaways. Influenced by their home on the working waterfront in Portland, Maine, Seabags are nautical and beautiful. And Seabags stand up to whatever the day brings with rope handles that wrap around the entire bag. Plus, most styles offer the added convenience of being machine washable. At the heart of every bag is a commitment to sustainability and American-made manufacturing. Seabags sources all its materials from within the United States and is proud to have kept over 700 tons of sail cloth out of the landfill. Unique stitching and character marks are taken into account as every bag is artfully crafted one at a time. Shop online at Seabags.com or at any Seabags retail store and get 15% off with coupon code HEART15. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Football is back. And the best bet you can make is downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It doesn't matter if you're new to gambling or an old pro. FanDuel has something for everyone. And as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you know your bets are safe. There's also never been a better time to use FanDuel. Because right now, you'll get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. You can even turn a small wager into a big payday with a same-game parlay bet. Just sign up with the promo code SPOTIFY to place your first bet risk-free on FanDuel Sportsbook. 
Download FanDuel today. 21 plus and present in Michigan. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. This episode is brought to you by Microsoft. It's time to get ready for the next generation of gaming. And that means it's time to check out Xbox All Access. It brings you the Xbox Series S and 24 months of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, so you get instant access to hundreds of games like Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5 with no upfront cost. The best part? It's only $24.99 a month. To get your all-inclusive pass to Xbox and an Xbox Series S, visit GameStop.com. Your money on the Black Information Network. A billionaire is looking to build a new city in the American desert. Former Walmart executive Mark Lohr announced his plans for the 5 million person sustainable metropolis called Telosa on 150,000 acres of land. The 15 minute city allows residents to get to work, school and other amenities in that short amount of time. The new city will have an eco-friendly design, sustainable energy and a water system that is drought resistant. The only catch is Lohr needs $400 billion in funding to make the utopia possible. While the location is still up the air, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Arizona, Texas, and Appalachia are all being considered. Apple's next product launch could be coming this month with the iPhone 13, AirPods 3, and Apple Watch 7. There's no official word from the tech giant, but industry observers believe there's a strong possibility Apple's fall event will happen before the end of September. The experts say we could see the iPad Mini 6 and a ninth generation iPad later this year. The next event will probably be completely virtual again in light of Apple's decision to delay its return to in-person work until at least January. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Morgan Wood on the Black Information Network. Made in Maine from recycled sails, sea bags are perfect for everyday use. From sandy beach days to weekend getaways, sea bags stand up to whatever the day brings with rope handles that wrap around the entire bag. And most styles offer the added convenience being machine washable. Sea bags sources all its materials from within the United States and is proud to have kept over 700 tons of sail cloth out of the landfill. Shop online at seabags.com or at any Seabags retail store and get 15% off with coupon code. Heart 15. If you love trivia, if you love the hugely popular Stuff You Should Know podcast, then the Trivial Pursuit game, Stuff You Should Know Edition, is for you. With 600 questions, weird and unbelievable trivia in categories like myths, legends, and conspiracies. SYSK selects a mix of topics handpicked by podcast hosts Josh and Chuck. Get the Trivial Pursuit game, Stuff You Should Know Edition today, wherever you get your favorite board game. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike Yam. And I'm Aditi Kinkabala. We love football so much, we figured let's start a podcast and call it NFL Explained, where we just answer all the crazy questions we get about football all the time. There are a ton of those questions, Aditi. We can go through team names, like how the Buffalo Bills got their name, or who even came up with the Sky Camp, because that is actually a really cool idea. (laughs) Answers to questions like that and more every Thursday. Come join us for the NFL Explained podcast. You can find it on the iHeartRadio app or on Apple Podcasts, basically wherever you find your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. 
I may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. SME Community Radio is counting down the days, minutes, and hours until the launch of Inspiration 4, an all-civilian spaceflight taken off September 15th. We'll bring you extensive coverage of this very historic space mission taken off again September 15th from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. If you have not done so, go to our podcast channel and we have two podcasts up there to give you all the information through Axios and another radio station in Florida as we're counting them down. If you have Netflix, check out the special program countdown for Inspiration 4. Again, get ready, September 15th. Today, areas of fog before 9 a.m., otherwise, sunny, with a high near 75. West wind 5 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mainly after 2 a.m., partly cloudy, with a low around 55. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, mainly before 8 a.m., mostly sunny, with a high near 73. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Thursday night mostly clear, with a low around 50. Northwest wind around 5 miles per hour becoming calm in the evening. Friday sunny, with a high near 76. Calm wind becoming southwest around 5 miles per hour in the afternoon. Just a few days after surveying hurricane wreckage in Louisiana, the president went to the northeast, which was hit by deadly flooding. He said the losses were profound and that the country must confront the threat from wildfires, hurricanes, tornadoes, flooding, and other extreme weather. They've been warning us the extreme weather would get more extreme over the decade, and we're living in real time now. Mr. Biden met with local officials and residents in New Jersey and New York, promising federal assistance to help people rebuild. Greg Clugston, Washington. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who... Worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone. Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals, but I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
The Public News Service Daily Newscast, September the 8th, 2021. I'm Mike Clifford. COVID-19 vaccine outreach is serving as a catalyst for improving health equity in some low-income communities, including in the state of Ohio. The Cancer Justice Network is bringing nurses, doctors, and navigators into housing projects, churches, senior centers, high schools, and other sites in underserved neighborhoods in greater Cincinnati. Director of the Cancer Justice Network, Steve Sunderland, explains that the American healthcare system has largely ignored poorer populations, and that has created mistrust. They have terrible stories of going to the emergency room and waiting hours and then being disrespected. They have terrible stories of health care bills coming to them when they never even knew they were going to get a bill. So they're resentful, they're angry, they're upset. Along with a hot meal, he says the team is providing vaccinations, plus reliable information about the vaccine and listening to people's concerns. Sunderland adds the navigators also discuss other health issues, cancer, heart disease and diabetes, and connect people to resources. Mary Sherman reporting. Meantime, the pandemic presents some future funding challenges to benefits for older Americans. That's according to the 2021 Social Security and Medicare trustees reports. Walt Dawson teaches in the Oregon Health and Science University School of Public Health. He says these programs are foundational to Americans' health and economic security as they age. While the reports are troubling, he notes they aren't exactly surprising because a number of challenges to the Social Security program have been known for a long time. But the COVID-19 pandemic has made the situation slightly worse and increased by one year when Social Security, for example, will no longer be able to pay out all benefits. Dawson says without major policy changes, benefits would have to be reduced by 24% in 2034, which he thinks would be devastating for older Americans. He says it isn't only the pandemic and economic fallout to blame. A rapidly aging population is also a contributing factor. Myths and disinformation about the California recall election are getting traction on social media. Experts say instances of fraud are minuscule. Kim Alexander with the California Voter Foundation says people can have confidence in the voting machines because the state requires they be stress tested and certified. The counties are required to conduct pre-election tests on their equipment. They're required to conduct post-election audits to verify the results. Each ballot's barcode is tied to a unique voter and only one vote will be counted. I'm Suzanne Potter. Recently, a man in Torrance was arrested for stealing mail, including 300 ballots, so the county destroyed those ballots and sent new ones. This report produced with original reporting by Samia Kamal with Cal Matters. This is PNS. Critics of an energy bill moving through the North Carolina General Assembly say it would cost several hundred million dollars over the next decade and result in higher power bills for homes and businesses. And environmental groups say House Bill 951 doesn't go far enough to reduce greenhouse gases in the time frame outlined in Governor Roy Cooper's Clean Energy Plan, which aims to cut emissions by 40 percent below 2005 levels by 2025. Energy Policy Manager at the North Carolina Conservation Network, Will Scott, says to become law, the bill will need bipartisan support. It's a really interesting case of you know, can there be back and forth in negotiation between, you know, a, a, a blue governor's office and a red legislature? The legislation remains stalled in the state Senate, but Scott says advocates are hopeful lawmakers could negotiate a version that achieves the governor's emission reduction goals and is still cost effective for ratepayers across the state. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. 
This Saturday marks the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, but you don't have to visit New York or the Pentagon to pay tribute. We have two reports, beginning with Mike Moen, who tells us memorials have popped up across the country the past two decades, including a new one in eastern Wisconsin. Volunteers in the village of Kewaskum have worked for the past seven years getting their memorial ready. It was formally dedicated in June with a ribbon-cutting ceremony, but organizer Fuzz Martin says this weekend is the first time the site will welcome visitors to coincide with the anniversary. He says giving residents the opportunity to reflect thousands of miles from ground zero is important. Just as you see veterans' memorials and Pearl Harbor memorials, things like that, it is a, a testament to what we endured as a nation. Aside from reflection, Martin says the site also gives a chance for future generations to learn more about what happened. And finally, many have called United Flight 93, one of the four hijacked planes on September 11th, the first battle in the war on terror. Flight 93 is the only hijacked plane from 9-11 that did not reach its intended target, believed to be Washington, D.C. Instead, it crashed in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania, killing the 40 passengers and crew members. The artwork, created by Pittsburgh chalk artist Eric Greenewalt and nine others, will be on display at the Flight 93 National Memorial near the crash site. Greenewalt says he's proud to create art on hollowed ground. Flight 93 is very close to our hearts and still in our memory and still in our collective minds. I think uh, I, along with the artists, really recognize the solemnity of, of what it is that we're doing. And this is going to be one to memorialize those heroes from that day. And you know, at least for a moment, let the visitors at the uh, memorial see who those people were. The portraits will be made on three-by-five-foot cement boards that are transportable in case of rain. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported, heard on great radio stations, and find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Reminder, you can always leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you and put those messages up on Michiana Speak Out. Just drop us a line, and if you're having trouble connecting, put it into a regular browser like Chrome and let her rip this information from SME Community Radio. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times. It does make it easier than ever before for anybody to go cast a ballot. It does also, however, make sure that it is harder for people to cheat at the ballot box in Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a controversial election reform bill into law Tuesday, which includes new restrictions on voting by mail, increased voter ID requirements, and gives more authority to partisan poll watchers. Texas Democratic U.S. Rep. Colin Allred calls it a solution in search of a problem. We did not have any significant voter fraud in Texas in the last election. In fact, we had 11 million Texans vote. That was a great thing. Opponents quickly filed suit claiming the law violates the state constitution. U.S. Capitol Police are developing a security plan ahead of a September 18th Justice for J6 rally to support the roughly 570 people charged in the January 6th riot. Some far-right members of Congress have questioned the treatment of the defendants, and several were denied access to view their conditions at the D.C. Department of Corrections. Secretary of State Antony Blinken disputes Republican claims the Taliban is holding Americans hostage. At a press conference from Qatar, he clarified there are a few U.S. citizens who have been unable to evacuate on chartered flights from a northern Afghan city. Without personnel on the ground, we can't verify the accuracy of manifests. 
the identities of passengers, flight plans, or aviation security protocols. So this is a challenge. Blinken said the Taliban assured the U.S. all American citizens and Afghan citizens with valid travel documents will be allowed to leave. The White House is asking Congress for $6 billion to help resettle 95,000 Afghans in the U.S. and $24 billion for natural disasters, including the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. President Joe Biden toured damage caused by the storm in New York and New Jersey on Tuesday and called it evidence of climate change. Walking these neighborhoods, meeting the families and the first responders, seeing how folks are doing after this destruction and pain and another devastating storm is an eye-opener. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders is dismissing calls from moderate Senator Joe Manchin to hit pause on Democrats' $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation package. At the end of the day, after a lot of negotiations and pain, and I'm going to be on the phone all week, what we are going to do is pass the most comprehensive bill for working families that this country has seen in a long way with the 50 votes plus the vice president. Manchin says he's concerned about the impact on inflation. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is rejecting rumors of a possible 2024 presidential run. DeSantis is a favorite among Republicans due to his opposition to COVID-19 mandates and hostility toward the media. His comments come as former President Donald Trump ramps up his own fundraising events. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our A-Trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy online at publicnewsservice.org. SME Community Radio is always open for free advertising. If you have a business and you want it highlighted here for your community of St. Joseph and Elkhart counties in northern Indiana, get in touch with me. My email is kd9bnl at gmail.com. Again, kd9bnl l at gmail.com and we'll get you hooked up here on SME Community Radio. Today's episode is sponsored by Comcast. Good morning. Welcome to Axios today. It's Wednesday, September 8th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what you need to know today. Mexico moves to decriminalize abortion. Plus, Latino voters' role in deciding the fate of California Governor Gavin Newsom. But first, looking to new vaccines for a way out of COVID is today's one big thing. Here in the U.S., the COVID vaccine conversation has mostly been focused on Pfizer, Moderna, and the Johnson & Johnson vaccines. But with Delta's stronghold on much of the U.S., Axios's healthcare business reporter Bob Herman reports we might need to look to other emerging vaccines. And he's here to tell us more about that. Hey, Bob. Hey, Nyla. Bob, I remember way back in the beginning, we were talking about all the other vaccine manufacturers. Where are they at this stage in the pandemic? So there's about six or seven vaccines that are being used globally. Obviously, more are being studied and a trialed right now because even with this number of different vaccines, we're still not even remotely close to fully vaccinating the world. So I think there's quite a bit of pressure to uh, find a vaccine that, that can just be more widely distributed. We have been talking so much about Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, there's another vaccine you've been watching, Corbivax? 
So this vaccine, Corbivax, was developed in Texas, and they're already licensing out the technology. It's undergoing clinical trials. And the great benefit is that Corbivax uses traditional vaccine technology that's used in the hepatitis B vaccine, for example, instead of the newer, more expensive technology. So that could be scaled up quickly. And the other good news is researchers say it's very cheap. It could be $1.50 a dose. Is the Biden administration paying attention to the Corbivax? So far, not really. The researchers have tried asking the administration to get involved, and not a whole lot has panned out yet. So I think there's a, a role for the U.S. to play here. Researchers have been getting interest from other countries uh, for this vaccine. In India, for example, less than 20% of its population is fully vaccinated. A large manufacturer in India is already making this Corbivax at risk. So India is already very interested in this. Bob, do you think with the Delta variant, with all the conversation in the U.S. about a booster, have we lost sight of the fact that vaccines are still the pandemic's endgame here? Yeah. I, you know, the vaccines were made with the intent of preventing or reducing death and severe illness. And by pretty much all accounts, the vaccines are still doing that. If you're vaccinated, it's very unlikely you'll be hospitalized with COVID-19, and it's very unlikely you'll die from COVID as a result. So the COVID vaccines are still a, a smashing success, according to many infectious disease and vaccine researchers out there. They're, they're working, they're doing their job, and I, I think there's a, a, almost like a messaging problem. I think we can equate it to maybe even the flu shot. You get your flu shot every year, there's still a chance you can get the flu, but you get your flu shot so you don't die or get hospitalized from it. Which is a good reminder because the CDC is recommending that everyone get their flu shots before the end of October. Bob Herman is Axios's healthcare business reporter. Thank you for being with us. Thanks, Nyla. I appreciate it. In 15 seconds, we're back with big news out of Mexico on abortion. Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach 50 million low-income Americans with the tools and resources they need to succeed in a digital world. Learn more at comcast.com education. Welcome back to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boudou. While fallout from the abortion ban in Texas continues here in the U.S., the Mexican Supreme Court yesterday took a step in the opposite direction, unanimously voting to decriminalize abortion across the country. Marina Franco joins us now with the latest from Mexico City. Hi, Marina. This was in response to a law that had passed in a particular state. Can you tell us about this case? Hi, Nyla. Yes, uh, this is a law in the state of Coahuila, which ironically borders Texas. And the state had basically said that any person who elected to get an abortion or anyone who aided them would get at least one year in prison. And the federal attorney's office in 2017 said that that law should not stand. And so it went to the Supreme Court and the decision was made until now. So are there people who are imprisoned in Mexico for having had or helped with an abortion? Yes. Estimates range about 200 women are currently or have been imprisoned across the country, either because they voluntarily uh, decided to abort, even if it's not legal in their state, 
or even if they had a miscarriage and they were charged with murder. How is this case different from Roe versus Wade here in the U.S.? This decision is different because it's not about legalizing abortion. It's about decriminalizing it. Here in Mexico, you can go to jail if you decide to abort. And now the court is saying that laws that uh, impose those sort of criminal sanctions should not stand. So the decision was made because the justices stated that having these criminal sanctions would violate basic liberties regarding reproductive rights and the right to self-determination, whereas in the U.S. it was mostly the rights to privacy of what a woman ended up choosing. So here it's more encompassing. And also the justices here in Mexico stressed during their decision that this should apply not only to women who identify as such, but to whomever is able to carry a pregnancy. So that becomes explicitly inclusive of trans people and non-binary people as well. Marina Franco is a reporter for Telemundo and also co-writes the Axios Latino newsletter, which is now out two times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thank you, Marina. Thank you, Naila. In less than a week, California voters will decide whether or not Governor Gavin Newsom gets to keep his job. The recall election is set for September 14th, and it's the latest in a string of efforts by the GOP to oust the Democratic governor. And now, new polling shows Newsom is gaining support among a key group, Latino voters. A new survey from the Public Policy Institute of California shows two-thirds of likely Latino voters say they oppose the recall. Axios race and justice reporter Russell Contreras is here now with the rest of the numbers. Good morning, Russ. Great to be with you. Russ, why does this particular group of voters matter for Newsom? Well, Hispanics are the largest ethnic group right now in California. They comprise approximately 28 percent of registered voters. And in many cases, you cannot win a statewide election without grabbing a significant portion of Latino voters' support. So his fate will be decided on how many Latinos go to the polls. And how has support for Newsom changed among Latino voters? Well, just a few weeks ago, there was a poll out that suggested the majority of Latinos favored the recall. This sent alarm among Democrats and progressive activists in California, it's a deeply blue state, that they were losing a key demographic in a recall. So Newsom stepped up his campaigning in Latino communities. He highlighted the support of very important key Latino figures, including the United Farm Workers co-founder, Dolores Huerta, who says it was important for Latinos to rally around Gavin Newsom. So the big question is, is this enough to tip the scales? Will it depend on Latino voter turnout in the recall? Well, that remains to be seen. What we do know that he needs to get a significant portion of Latinos to, to have a comfortable recall victory. That is, voters rejecting the recall question. Axios Race and Justice reporter Russell Contreras. Thank you, Russell. Thanks for having me. Before we go today, some promising news all the way from Mars. NASA has confirmed that its rover Perseverance has successfully collected its first sample of Martian rock. That sample, along with others, will eventually make its way here to Earth for scientists to study. It's a big step towards better understanding the red planet and whether there was ever life there. 
And that's all we've got for you today. You can always read your team at podcasts at axios.com or message me directly on Twitter. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Comcast has built a broadband network with one simple purpose, to keep customers connected. In the last 10 years, they have invested $30 billion to keep America's largest gig speed broadband network fast, secure, and reliable. And they work around the clock to build a better network every single day. Learn more at comcast.com network. Nike gave workers a week off to de-stress. This is breakingnewsenglish.com. The sportswear company Nike gave its office workers a holiday to help them de-stress from life's challenges and worries caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. The clothing giant gave its employees a week-long mental health break. It closed its offices from August the 23rd to the 30th so that its employees could enjoy additional time off to rest and recover. Nike said it wanted to focus on helping combat burnout. Nike's senior manager of global marketing science, Matt Marazzo, said, Our senior leaders are all sending a clear message. Take the time to unwind, de-stress, and spend time with your loved ones. Do not work. Nike's retail stores are still open and store workers are working as usual. Mr. Marazzo said the company was taking the lead in considering the mental health of its workers. He said taking time for rest and recovery is key to performing well and staying sane. This past year has been rough. We're all human and living through a traumatic event. He added, I'm hopeful that the empathy and grace we continue to show our teammates will have a positive impact on the culture of work moving forward. Morazzo said the week off was an acknowledgement that we can prioritize mental health and still get work done. He said it was important for a company to think about its workers. He wrote, support your people. It's good business, but it's also the right thing to do. This is Cynthia Jones reporting from Vancouver, Canada. Global semiconductor shortage hurts car industry. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. The automotive and other industries around the globe are facing production challenges due to a shortage of semiconductors. A global semiconductor shortage has caused car giant General Motors to halt production at all but four of its plants in North America. GM owns a number of popular car brands, including Cadillac, Chevrolet, and GMC. A GM spokesperson told the Detroit Free Press News Agency that the company is focused on trying to resolve its supply chain difficulties. He said, Although the situation remains complex and very fluid, we remain confident in our team's ability to continue finding creative solutions to minimize the impact on our highest demand and capacity-constrained vehicles. Semiconductors are an indispensable part of many of the gadgets and electrical products we use in our everyday lives. Sony, Toyota, Ford, and other multinational companies are reporting production hitches due to the current dearth in supply. One reason for the shortage is the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Staff shortages in factories that manufactured the chips in China, South Korea, and Taiwan have negatively hit production. The website Engadget.com said companies would experience challenges for the foreseeable future. It reported, with the shortages expected to continue until at least 2023 and no immediate solutions forthcoming, GM likely won't be the last company to change its production schedule. This is Eric Carroll reporting from Yokohama, Japan. I heard the COVID-19 vaccine has... And the thing I heard about the vaccine... Sure, but do we really know about the long-term effects? Did you read that thing on the internet? You heard from his cousin that they don't... Okay, you're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or healthcare provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Profile America, Wednesday, September 8th. With the approaching 20th anniversary of the September 11, 2001 attacks in mind, it's perhaps related that this is National Preparedness Month. Although the federal and state governments were revealed early in the pandemic to be undersupplied with such items as ventilators and face masks, local family and individual preparation can be hugely important. Thus, the Federal Emergency Management Administration promotes family and community disaster and emergency planning as a constant. Backing up individual preparedness for life's worst challenges are community food, housing, emergency, and other relief services. Nationwide, there are nearly 15,600 such establishments employing nearly 200,000 emergency helpers. You can find more facts about America's people, places, and economy from the American Community Survey at census.gov. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast of news for Wednesday. I will be back in the afternoon as we get ready for the Town Green Social, and I will be doing my interview with Crystal Miles. So get ready for those two items. Until then, enjoy the rest of your hump day.